Oh, well, go, go ahead, Saweetie. Go ahead, girl. It's time for what? The Homos Talk Show. What's up, world? What's up, world? What's up, world? If you hear my voice, you know what that means. It's time for what? The Homos Talk Show right here on Verse TV. I'm your boy, Troy Weeks Music, and I'm wearing my chain. If you want to know more about it, DM me. But who else we got in the building besides myself today? Hello, hello. I'm your host, Darren Green, host of the Darren Green Show. Just here, just filling in, trying to figure out what we're going to do, what we're going to talk about today. That's right, that's right. Thank you for being in the building. Of course, who else we got in the building with us on today? It's your favorite host, Rocky, the Chicago author. All right, now, let's do it. And last but not least, outside of myself, who else we got in the building? Come on, talk to me. You already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. You know, just like that, y'all. And it's your boy representing Harlem all day, every day. Darren, where you from, Darren? Uh, I'm from Trent, New Jersey. Born and Trent, New Jersey? Oh, shit. Yes. We got you in New Jersey in the building. All right, now, don't play out there. All right, that's what I'm talking And, of course, we got Rocky, the Chicago author from Chicago. Am I right? Chicago. Oh. Uh, shot down the block. And, of course, Miss Yuri where you from again? I mean, I'm from the nice southern town of um, North Carolina, but I reside in Atlanta at the moment. She relies in Atlanta, resides, excuse me, in Atlanta at the moment. That's all right. All right, Miss Fury. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our crew for today. This is the Homos Talk Show of this week. So thank you guys for tuning in. We're here each and every week, y'all. Holidays and all, we don't give it up. We're here. We're here to make sure of that. So without further ado, we're going to get right into the Homos Tea with Yuri G. Let's start. Let's do it. All right. Our little first piece of tea is Would you call your boyfriend or fiance your husband? Jenny Mai does. I don't see a problem. And this is um, from MadamNore.com. Um, but um, second of all, would you say yes? You, but second of all, when you say yes, you should already look at that person like your husband. When I say yes, if I wasn't comfortable calling him my husband, I wouldn't say yes in the first place. And by the way, guys, call their ladies' wifeies all the time. Jeannie Ma on the real daytime. Aaron feels that the term wifey is mostly used in a different context from husband, but he does mostly agrees with the quote. If after what you feel in a reasonable amount of time, you start calling your partner husband or wife and it makes them uncomfortable enough to leave, should you move on to someone who moves at your speed or should you slow down and ask them for forgiveness? Hmm. Okay, so I think it's cute sometimes you know the terms hubby and wifey all that great stuff but what I've seen it used for um so much lately is um someone getting all the benefits of a wife or husband without the commitment and um I just feel like um this is like a halfway term like you almost there, like it's those terms that people use to lead you on, or whatever. Like, yeah, that's my wifey right there. But it's like you not, I'm not the wife because you're not really gonna put a ring on my finger. But you gonna reap all the benefits, have me do all this, this, and this, and then we gonna do everything like we married, but we not or whatever. And that means no condoms and all this stuff. Like, uh, uh-uh. no, I'm sorry. I just don't. I, I don't like it. Or whatever. Um, but if you feel comfortable, you know, um, you know, that that's bae. <laughs> I mean, if it's still fresh boo thing. But 
I feel like um, for all of the people that's outside of it, um, looking in, they're going to judge you based off of that wifey and hubby type thing. Like the only time I've really used that terminology is when I have my gay guy friends and I go out and I don't want a guy to talk to me. I'm like, hubby, (laughs) he already know like, oh yeah, I need to turn on because she don't want to talk to whoever this is or whatever. Or in regards to like the gay man that is the father of my children, of my gay kids, you know, like we have a little gay family. I call him hubby because it's not real. Like I'm not married to him, but we reside, you know, like we live like we in a family, like we got Mm -hmm. kids. So I I just don't, I I just don't understand it. And I, I just don't see why you would even subject yourself to those terminologies and labels but um yeah rocky what what do you think um i mean i played around with those words but i mean if you sometimes people they don't understand the meaning of being a spouse for one another you know um a lot of people don't understand how deep it can be because you like you said earlier People want the title, but they don't do what it takes to to have that title sometimes. And we use those words loosely. Um, I would say before I even call somebody like wifey, I mean, I mean, like if I meant it seriously, I just see what they can do for me. Because nowadays people jump into things and they try to reap benefits off of you, not even trying to build with you. So. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So, um, what do you think? Tell my dad. Yes. No. Um. From my understanding, these these two are engaged, right? I think they're just dating. No, no, no. They're engaged. They're engaged. They're engaged. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they are. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Matt, according to Madden Newar, they're engaged. Yeah. Yeah, because when I looked at the article, I watched the video and I heard her explain it. And you know, if they're engaged, I feel like there should be nothing wrong with you know her calling her soon-to-be husband husband. Um. I just feel that she also brought up a, a good conversation of how men use the term wifey. But the second she did it, it was like, oh my goodness, what are y'all talking about? What are you talking about? You're not married yet. Uh, I mean, they're in the process. I mean, they, I'm, I imagine they probably wanted to get married this year. We don't know what happened, but I, I don't have an issue. <laughs> All right. Troy, can you go ahead and give me um, your thoughts? That's all right. You know, I'm going to do that. I'm ready for it. So, First and foremost, um, shout out to Jeannie for just being real and being herself always. First and foremost, she's going to be her all day, every day, just like her mama, just like her mammy, and I love it. Um, I think, like, like, like our Darren said, like, when she mentioned, like, hey, you know, guys do it all the time, and, you know, it's not an issue, but when I did it, why are you guys giving me backlash for it? You know, this man is my, my fiancé and soon to be husband. No, we're not married yet. Yeah, that's the only thing that y'all want to know. Y'all think, they think you went off and got sickly married. She's like, no, we didn't get married. I call him my husband because... If he's your husband, he should feel like your husband in your spirit, is what she said. Um, I think um, Lonnie Love said, either, either her or Lonnie Love said that in an article, but um, which is true. You know, if you're engaged to be married, it's only a matter of time before that is your husband. So I don't see nothing wrong with an engaged woman who's soon to be married to her husband and feels like that's her husband in her spirit, there should be a problem. But what I do have a problem with is like what Yuri was saying, like those terms. 
words. First and foremost, y'all, y'all know I say this all the time, words of power. And I don't believe in using those words to give power to things that aren't happening. The reason why I say that is because, like you said, if you give people certain titles and certain things, they won't go full through with the commitment to certain other things because they already got the title. Why? Like the old school said, why buy the cow and you can have the, you know, get the milk for free? So, you know, I think it's important that you use words of power and know where you are and stand and who you're with and, you know... If that's the person you want to be with and want to be your husband or your wife, that's fine. You know, but use the words in the way they should be used so that you can have power over it versus using it loosely. And then like Article said, somebody starts, you know, when you give people those titles and they'll just get comfortable, they want to leave. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also, too, if they feel uncomfortable about it and y'all are that close and you call them a husband or wife, if they feel uncomfortable and they want to leave, that's kind of like you don't need to be with them anyway. Um, at the end of the day, you know, they, you should feel the same, they should feel the same way you feel. So if they feel mad, if they, they may be like, whoa, slow down, you're going too fast. I get that. But um, to say, to feel some type of way because they said they want to leave, bye, Felicia. Let them go. They're that mad, they don't need to be there in the first place. Um, and so that's how I feel about it, um, especially if you're not engaged. Because you know, it's most people who are not engaged that are using these terms. It's like, you're not engaged and that's your husband? We don't, I don't see that so much in the black community so much. And I'll just be laughing to myself because I'm like, Where's the power? You call a man your husband, and he ain't even got a ring on your finger. Mm, that seems kind of suspect. Why, why should he? If you, you already call him your husband. Um, so <laughs> that's why we've had these issues, giving certain men who are not qualified to be husbands the husband title. Um, so well, hopefully we can. Uh-uh. Oh, 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 go ahead. What you say? No, you, you I, it, like, you I, it out. I, I, don't, I, don't even, I don't even like it in engagements because, like, when you're even using it in an engagement, it, 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 it like gives that power a little premature. And that's how a lot of, like, I know my aunt, she was engaged for six years. Who is engaged for six years? Like, until he ran out of options is when he finally wanted to put a ring on it. He is old now. He already, you know, done everything. Like, he had six kids with other women while he was with her during that six-year um, engagement. And it's mm-hmm. like, now that he done wore it thin and he started, you put up with all his shit. It's like, I'll marry her because even if I cheat on her while I'm married, she ain't going to do nothing. You know, so it's like, <laughs> girl, and you was hubby, this is wifey, and girl, I, I just don't know. Right. <laughs> I can't. You know about can't. that? I mean, that's a great way to close that out. Um, so cool. So if we're all cool with that, I'll move things along to our, uh, sec- our second homo's tea topic for our uh, other show for today. And so, so some, we're going to be talking from Fox News, Brianna Taylor, $12 million net worth. So if you guys, uh, you know, read what we're talking about, it started out with uh, ESPN cutting off. Um, it was cut straight to commercial when Jalen Rose was called for officer's arrest in the Brianna Taylor case. So he was, you know, he started out talking regular, you know, doing his thing. And next thing you know, he goes to talk about Brianna Taylor and whoop, right to commercial break. So that's kind of crazy. But the question of today is this. Brianna Taylor, $12 million net worth. Who is this cop that even the government is willing to pay $12 million to ensure that he gets nothing more than a behind-the-scenes slap on the wrist at best? Even Beyonce spoke up about this, um, about this. So aside from the easy and obvious reason of racial supremacy, what might seem wise to spend this 12... Why might it seem wise, sorry, to spend this $12 million? Woo! Oh, no, no. If you, you can, we can start with you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead, Darren. Talk about it. You, you, oh, why would they go. give this? Like, so you're asking, why was, she, why was, she, why was the family giving Why is it worth? Why is it why worth? Is it worth? Why, why is it $12 million? You know, we yeah. were told. Why is it worth a trillion dollars for this one cop? Like, they want to keep that. First of all, they want to keep that family silent. Second of all, 
I think it's because they don't, the way I looked at it, it was a way for them not for this to blow up like the George Floyd situation. Cause I would immediately equate the Breonna Taylor situation with George Floyd. And a lot of people are trying to compare it and, you know, they're saying, Oh no, this is nothing like this. It's nothing like this is a different situation. The, 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 uh, the boyfriend started it and that's why shots were fired. It's, it's a real cool. sticky situation. However you feel in, you know, in this case, but, you know, I guess they're trying to cover things up. And the first thing to do is, you know, give the money to the family so the family wouldn't, you know, go through with the case, if, if that makes any sense. Got it. No, no, it makes complete sense. I'm going to touch on that mm-hmm. in a minute because I was basically what, what I was going to say. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, oh, okay, mm-hmm. and the choir preaching. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I definitely going to tie it up in the end. Um, um, mm-hmm. The Amen Preaching Choir, Miss Euro G. Um, what's up with that? Talk to um, me. Why the, why the $2 million? I feel like um, they had to... It's it's either put twelve million dollars in this family's pocket because they're the they're the generator to the movement. Like she is the most spoken up name to the movement, or whatever. Like every other situation, they're like, oh well, he shouldn't have been drunk, or this shouldn't have been. What was Brianna Taylor? She shouldn't have been doing what, you know. And well, so she right. is the biggest generator to the movement. And so to quiet that family would be able to slow down that movement. And they wouldn't have to worry about the destruction of cities if they get that movement slowed down. So um, it's like, okay, well, we can spend $12 million this one time or we can spend over $80 million um, or whatever fits in multiple cities worldwide. So silence the family, slow down the movement, and um, let's just be more careful and we won't have anything else to generate any power of this Black Lives Matter. So... Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. All right, now I heard that. Rocky, talk to me. Yeah, Why do you think it's uh, worth the $12 million? I, it's, uh, I think it's just hush money. So that way we can forget about it and then this situation come up again. That's really what's going what I believe was what's going on because what if another situation like that happened? What you going to give that family? Something really just needs to stop it. And I think it takes more than $12 million because you can't get her back. It really, and, and, and in this day, in this, in this world, people cover up stuff. But I mean, at the end of the day, what comes in, the, what goes in the dark comes to light eventually. You'll see what we all, we all will see it. Absolutely. I agree. That's always the case. Trust me. Well, and you know, go ahead, Rory, go ahead. Well, um, on on to Rockies, um, I I feel like they often make mistakes, but not everybody else's record is as clean and not everybody is as um, as clear in the in in the in in the situation. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mr. was drunk in his car, you know, in a, you know, a, a parking lot or whatever, you know, oh, well, he shouldn't have been drinking and driving. You know, everybody has a situation um, and, you know, if they can justify accidentally shooting somebody or he looked like such and such. And what was he doing in that neighborhood? And we also found weed in his pocket, you know, so Mm -hmm. as long as they have anything to tarnish a reputation, then they can get by with it. But there wasn't anything to tarnish, um, you know, Breonna Taylor. You know, she was just an innocent girl and she didn't have like no nasty record and she was in the medical field. So it's like, especially with Corona going on, it's like she was somebody who was helpful, you know, into keeping down right. a lot of things in the community. So it's like, 
Right. Breonna Taylor is like a one in a million type of situation because with most black individuals, they find something to tarnish them um, with the situations. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? This is really good. This is really good. And you know, we, and, and, the, and the powers that be made a note about it being restoration for us with these murders. That's how they're giving us restorations. That's what that is. That twelve million dollars. It's sad I that we have to be it, in a place in. Our, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's, it, it's sad that we come to a place in our life where we are at a point where we have to deal with this. Where in social justice, we've reached a point after all that you know we've been through in life and the levels that we've come through, that this is mm -hmm. where we are now in this time in life. This has happened over and over again, over and over again in history in many ways, over and over again now with our lives and, and, and right in front of us. And it's like, you know, we've been doing riots back then with things like that happen now. We're doing riots now. It's, like, it's a continuation. But when does it physically stop? Like, mm -hmm. it's wise to spend the $12 million. Of course, it's wise to spend the $12 million because of what you all said. If you don't do something, it's going to get bigger than what it needs to be. It already started. You've seen what we could do with George Floyd. You want to go there? Let's go there. So, yeah, right. of course, they're going to try and hush, hush up the movement itself by saying, hey, we're doing something, right? Um, but ultimately, that is the bigger problem because of the fact of it being like a respiration. It's not really respiration, but it's like a respiration with, with what happened to her. So it's like, at the mm -hmm. end of the day, they're trying to cause all these different things to to, to stop our minds from being focused and being distracted because it's election year. It's election mm -hmm. year. In a matter of five weeks, we mm -hmm. are going to be electing for a new president. So all that stuff that's going on right now is all being brought into the light in many ways to keep us distracted from what the real focus is, is the next mm -hmm. presidential uh, election coming up. So um, right. it's sad yeah. and it's unfortunate, um, but it will not be stopped. It won't not, not be talked about because it's something that is, you know, very important in today's time. So, you know, again, you know, Brianna Taylor's family, we, you know, our hearts go out to you. You know, you know, you guys are sure dealing with this now. Your whole lives are on on the forefront. So, uh, from the homos team, we want to say, you know, our condolences to you for that. And you know, our hearts go out to you. And um, you know, we're gonna continue to do everything that we can on this side to you know fight, talk about it, so that we can you know bring it to the world as much as we can on this end. But now, before we uh keep this moving along too long, drag, we have one more homos tea topic brought to you by Miss Yuri G. And this one should be fun. All right, our next little TV is um is our showbiz cheat sheet. Tony Braxton wants to do mm -hmm. verses, but only with Mariah Carey or Mary J. Blige. So um and this was um this was right. by um cheatsheet.com. So bestas, um out of everyone who has ever been in the industry, who is the best match for Tony? Um, the best match for Tony. Um, doo -doo -doo, uh, I really don't see a good match, not a perfect match for Tony. Um, because Tony's career, um, has been based off of a lot of emotional songs. And she hasn't had quite the longevity of some of the other girls. So she's kind of in that awkward place. Like she is an icon in her own right, but she hasn't had the longevity of some of the other artists that you could somewhat compare her to. Like she, you can't really put her up against. Well, we'll we'll get into that part. Um, I, we'll just go ahead and go to you, Rocky. Um, who do you think? So I don't I don't see it for her. I I love Tony. 
I don't see those matches. You're talking about Mary J. Blige, who is a hollerer. With, um, my girl Mariah, she, you know, she does the whistle stuff. Tony has this very distinct, like Anita Baker sort of, real deep tone. I can, I thought about Deborah Cox, but then she's a powerhouse. So, like, I mean, Tony, she has a very unique voice. I mean, unless you put her uh, against her own sister Tamar, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Tony would not do that. No, no way. Tamar's uh, history of uh, does not compare to hers. He's not going to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying vocal. I was not even. I mean, accolades. I know that wouldn't. It would be impossible. But I'm just yeah, saying vocal. Yeah, she can't. Wise. She can't. She can't do it with Mary J either because Mary J career has thrived. Yeah. You know, um, and and it's like. So well, much bigger than hers. Well, but the, the only thing about, they have in common is they both have some deep emotional, um, some deep emotional songs. And most of Mary J's songs were back when she was on them drugs, the ones that right. would compare to Tony Braxton. Like, mm. <laughs> so, well, like I she would can't come. Huh? <laughs> No, I was just saying, I didn't get my turn yet, so I might as well say my... Oh, well, go, go ahead, Saweetie. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, if I had to choose, honestly, because um, we have to think about versus the whole purpose of it, like Missy other said in the article, is to show people that artists aren't just singers. They, pro they produce, they write, they do a lot of different things. And so compared to what Tony has done, I would say, honestly, the best verses will be Deborah Cox. And the reason why I say that is because the both of them have done you know, Broadway, the both of them have the same sort of style of music and the same kind of, you know, even though I know Tony Braxton has way more music than Deborah Cox, but the style of both of them and the journey and what they've done with their music and some of the things they've done, I feel, um, will have to be Deborah Cox or Shantae Moore. I like Shantae Moore. I mean, she, you don't hear a lot about her, but I think I would love to see her in the verses just because, bring her, bring Shantae, you know what I'm saying? She's still singing and, and performing and doing stuff. So, um, um, that's what that's what I would say. Um, but yeah, I know there's like three questions, so you can move to number two. My bad, I'm gonna take up your yeah. But well, well, my question is to Miss Tony. I hope she do tune in. Um, is why does she feel like Mariah Carey or um, Mary J. Blige is on her level? I, I I would love to understand why she thinks that. But um, so <laughs> question two. <laughs> she said Mary J. or Mariah. Um, Aaron thinks that all three women have their own lane, but who is the better of the two and why? Um, I would have to say Mary J. Blige is probably the better of the two. We would just have to shorten her career um, on the selection of songs for her to match Tony. Um, we would say um, all of early Mary's songs because um, the only reason why Tony Braxton No Shade is still relevant at this moment is because of her um, her 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 mental health campaign and the the Braxton's. Um so yeah, um that's that's the best fit for her because Mariah would blow her out the water all day, every day. Um and Mariah's a more of a pop girl, you know, like there's no comparison with them because Mariah's nostrils close up when she sings and um <laughs> and she hits these squeals. <laughs> So it's like you're not gonna be able to, you know, put anything next to Mariah and it right. even sound closely relatable in comparison. So yeah. Um but yeah. I mean <laughs> Whoever... I get it. I get it, but no. Tony's voice 
No. Yeah. Uh, uh, period. Yeah. Uh, so who do you, out of the two people, <laughs> out of Mariah and um, Rocky, out of Mariah and um, Mary J, you, the question is, which one of those two you think are the better choice out of the two? Which one do you think are the better? Better choice? Oh, my God. I mean, I would say Mary J. Blige because of her gritty, like, tone to her voice or whatnot. Tony Braxton kind of got that deeper tone. Um, you know, they both sing about pain. They make music about pain. That's what they're known for. That's how they got big because of singing pain. Maybe that. Okay, yeah. Mary J. I would probably be my pick. Yeah, I would agree with Mary J. I I was a little sorry. I'm not really privy to um, these singers. It's not my time period. Uh, but okay. um, oh, I would okay. say Mary yeah, J. Say Blige. Mary J. Huh? No, go ahead. You go ahead. Oh, I'm yeah. Listening. I would say Mary J. Blige. I don't know about Mariah. Mariah, their discographies are just too different. Like, the verses would be five minutes. If <laughs> you think about it, it wouldn't be that long. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> don't tell me. Mm-mm. <laughs> um, okay, I like that answer. I'm gonna give my little two on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say honestly, based on the question that was asked, the better of the two, I say is Mariah Carey. Being a performer and someone who knows like what it takes to do all the shit that they're doing, especially like doing all these tours and you know all these different shows, Broadway shows, all this kind of stuff. I know you know it takes a lot to do that, and I know that Mary J has a lot now switched over to mostly do acting. It seems like so. You know, I would say Mariah Carey um, because even though you know th- their voices aren't what they used to be, you can't take away from what they've done in the past and what you know. Standing to me, when I look at Mariah Carey, I think about the success that Michael Jackson had. You know, mm-hmm. worldwide. You know what I'm saying, and I think that that's big. Like. So for me, I would say um, Mariah. You just wanted to be different. Child, you couldn't even make no sense of it. But okay, we're going to go ahead and move on. You tried it. You You tried it. I got my songs Uh, ready. You got your songs (laughs) ready for number three? Let me see how. We're going to find out right now. Okay, so if you had to choose the songs for the answer to question two, what would be the first three songs for each artist? So... Troy, since you feel so confident, girl, I want you to go ahead and go first, girl. It says, which artist that you chose for number two, what three songs for that artist? And right. my three songs for my artist, and let me give you one second for my Mariah Carey, because I put it in my notes here. My three um, songs for our hero, because um, that was the first song that I really heard from her. I was like, oh my God, like, I learned it and everything. Number two, We Belong Together because that was such a gem in my life. I still, you know, every time I hear it go crazy. And three, All I Want for Christmas because that's the number one song sold on Christmas no matter how many years it's been, years, 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 years. Still make it out to some money. She ain't never got to make another song, but on Christmas time, All I Want for Christmas is you. It's going to make some money. Um, so those are the three songs I chose. So my artist, Mariah Carey. Thank you. All right, well, um, the three songs I have for my artist, um, Mary J. Blige, is Enough. Um, that song, I think every 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 girl has went through a situation where, well, it, everybody has went through a situation where they felt like they weren't enough or whatever, um, and they being played in the situation. So yeah, I choose enough or whatever. Um, no more drama. We all had situations where the drama is just a bit much or whatever. Like, done, you, you done or whatever. And then um, okay. I okay. think it's I think it's called Seven Days. This Monday, a friend of mine, yeah, Tuesday. Uh-uh. That is my sh- mm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. those are my three. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Rocky, talk to us. What's up, um, Rocky? 
Mary, Mary J. J. Now you trust Mary J. Remember that. Mary J. Mary J. Uh, love at first sight. Because that was when she that was when she came back out and she had Method Man on there. I mean, Meth, her and Method oh, Man. Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was too dope when she came out. And she mm -hmm. started working out with the dancers and stuff. And whatnot. Um, you do have to do no no more drama because that's probably like one of her top songs. I mean, well, it was more recent, but where she was singing about like getting over the pain. You know, we didn't we used to her singing about pain. Now she's talking about getting over the pain. So that was like a break uh, for, um, and then, um, uh, man. Deep inside, I wish I can't remember the song, but y'all, y'all remember that song? That's that's probably. A I know what song you're talking about. Right? Uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know the name of it though. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh shit, Rocky was ready. Okay. Period. Period. Okay, Team Mary J. Darren, talk to us now. What's your three? <laughs> Definitely real love. Real love was that was a bop. I listened to I, growing up. I used to listen to that all the time. Um, another song. This was from her one of her recent albums. I think it was uh, "My Life 2 where she did "Don't Mind." That was a good. That, that was a good one. This was a good comeback song. The third one. What's that other? Because I was trying to look for it, but I don't know the song. But it goes like right, 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 right. Uh, fine, just fine. I'll be just fine, my yeah. life. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We, we know that. Uh huh. Oh, y'all was ready, Mary J. Yeah, okay, Mary J. Oh, I got something for y'all. How about this? <clears throat> Since we out here trying to be cute, how about two Tony Braxton songs? Okay, so I'm going to go with Unbreak My Heart and I'm going to go with Man Enough because those two songs, anytime I hear, that gives me Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony those is my two. Uh -uh. <laughs> Well, look, let me say this. Let me say this. I don't know much about Tony Braxton, but this new song, that the recent song she just came out with, um, I forgot. see, I'm not good with the names, but um, Take a little bit of song. Give us a love, song. long, and she was, she was, huh? No, I'm being friend. Say, give us a little part. Of, sing a little bit of something. Give us I, a little I can't sing. Look, hold on. Let me see. Long Are as, you talking long about as the song I live. Oh, it's the song with her. That was a good one, huh? Is, you, know, you said the new, the new song with her, you saying? No, it's called Long As I Live. Oh, okay, okay. So, a new Tony, Long As I Live. Oh. And then uh, Rocky said the new song with her, you said, Rocky? Yeah, that was a song she did with her just recently that was nice. Right. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. We transitioned to Tony. All right, well. <laughs> all right, that was good. You're yeah, yeah okay, so I, I got me a new set since you want to steal mine or whatever. <laughs> so, um, so, mine is um, Just Be a Man About It. Just Today, oh, okay. Go ahead. And, and then um, I love me some him. I love that. Oh, that's a good one too. That's a good one. Ooh, mm -hmm. I, ooh this was good. Okay, well, shout out to all, all of y'all <laughs> for almost tea today because this was a, this is a good ending. Uh, shout out to you, Aaron, for you know being the skies that be and making it happen is really good. Um, for those of you out there that are tuning in live or also tuning in um from a VFI podcast, if you want to be a part of what we're doing again, I'm going to reiterate all that we did today. Um, for hormones tea so that way you can be a part of what we did um, and that you know be engaging in what we do you know we do read your comments so thank you guys each and every week for your comments we appreciate you guys thank you make sure you first and foremost like comment subscribe follow us on iHeartRadio follow us on Spotify all that good stuff you know what I'm saying so you can keep in tune with what we're going but today's layout of hormones tea we talked about um, an article from Madame Noir with my husband um, and basically um, what we talked about with that was this my husband but second of all when you say yes you should already look at a person like your husband. When I say yes, 
if I wasn't comfortable calling my husband, him my husband, I would say I wouldn't say yes in the first place. And by the way, guys call their ladies wives all the time. Jeannie May on the real, um, the real from the day, um, from the from the daytime shark show to real. Um, so this is who we're talking about. Aaron feels that the term wifey is most likely used in different contexts from husband, which you know it's not well, it's not the same thing. But we definitely mostly agree with the quote. If after what you feel is a reasonable amount of time, you start calling your partner, your husband, or your wife, um, and it makes them feel uncomfortable enough to leave, should you move on with someone who's more your speed, or should you slow down and just ask them for forgiveness? That was the first topic we talked about. And the second topic, <clears throat> second topic we talked about was from Fox News, Brianna Taylor, $12 million net worth. Who is this cop? That's, who is this cop? Say it again. That even the government is willing to pay $12 million to ensure that he gets nothing but a slap on the hand. Uh, slap on the wrist at best. Even Beyonce spoke about this, y'all. Aside from the easy and obvious reason for racist supremacy, why might it be small money seem wise to, to spend this $12 million? And He's an eighth last, man. Last, <laughs> last but not least, probably, uh, on our homos topic, our homos talk show, uh, homos tea, we talked about the showbiz um, cheat sheet. Tony Baxton talking about she wants to do a versus, but only with Mariah Carey or Mary J. Tony Baxton, our bestest, so what, this is another bestest. You know how we do, y'all. The first question was, um, out of everyone who has ever been in the industry, who do you think most best is the best match for Tony? Second question was, she did say she wanted marriage to Mariah. Aaron thinks that all three women have their own lane, but who do you think is the better of the two and why? And the last question um, was, if you had to choose um, if you had to choose songs for the answer to your question two, what would the first three songs of, of those artists be? Uh, of that artist be? And so basically we did that, but we added Tony Braxton songs. If you're a Tony Braxton artist fan as well, please add those and let us know what you guys think in the comments below. Again, please like, comment, subscribe. And this is the Homos T with Verse TV right here. Boop, boop. The Homos Talk Show. You already know who it be. It's your girl, Yuri G. I'm your boy, Troy Weeks Music, and I'm wearing my chain. Hello, hello. I'm your host, Darren Green, host of the Darren Green Show. It's your favorite host, Rocky, Chicago Hockey. This your boy representing Harlem all day, every day. I'm from Trenton, New Jersey. Born and raised. I mean, I'm from the nice southern town of um, North Carolina, but I reside in Atlanta at the moment. From Chicago. Am I right, Chicago? No. Right here on Verse TV.